Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. So glad to have you here. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, a model, a performer, a storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast. And guys, I am so stoked to talk about today's today's book by Dr. John D. Martini, The Breakthrough Experience. But before we dive into this transcending book, let's do some breathing. So if this is your first time, remember I want you to Ground yourself in this moment. Take a deep inhale through the nose. And as you inhale through the nose, expand your belly like a water balloon. Hold it at the top and then exhale and breathe out through your mouth and contract your belly back into your center. And then you guys can do box breathing. So in in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. Or you could do six, whatever suits your fancy. Or you could exhale your, hold your exhale a little bit longer than your inhale. So let's do it. Take this moment for you. When we come to our breath, we come to this present moment and we realize that that's all that there is. So take a deep inhale. I want you to go at your own pace. Get rid of everything that isn't serving you in this moment. And I want you, as you breathe, to practice a little micro smile, just a tiny little smile. You'd be surprised how quickly you can change your mood just moving throughout this world with just a little micro smile. Lights ourselves up, lights other people up. It's pretty cool. So keep coming back to the breath. Today, I'm gonna share some insights from Dr. John Z. Martini. And he so beautifully words in ways that gets you out of the victim mindset. And you realize that everything serves. So no matter what you've been through, how hard it's been for you, there's always a silver lining. And through mindset, through work, through love, through the shift in awareness, at seeing this equilibrium of life and balance. Maybe we can get through these hard times a little bit faster, a little bit easier, a little bit less painfully, and we can do it together. So take one final inhale through the nose, and let it all out. <sighs> all right. Come back to your body, wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingertips. Welcome, welcome back to this moment, and let's get into it. Today's book that we are going to dive into is Dr. John F.D. Martini's The Breakthrough Experience. Now, this is a book that I read last year in 2021, and this was when I read about 50 different books, and probably 35 of those were personal development books. And this is one of the top ones that really, really shook me, really, in like such a beautiful way. And I think it did that because it explained these certain phenomenons, these certain ideas through certain stories that just I never thought of before. And it's really cool. And I want to share some of those stories with you today. And we're at a certain time in life where there's a lot of injustice and a lot of darkness happening in the world. And it feels like it's just building and building and building to this this threshold, this climactic point. And, and it's almost sometimes we feel so helpless. How can we make an impact when there's so much wrong happening in the world? 
and this book is going to shift a lot of paradigms because it's so easy to look at this darkness and be angry and it's, it's, it is such an emotional topic because some of us have been affected personally um, we have family or friends who have friends who have been impacted or kids are getting impacted and we have kids like there's it's such an emotional issue and it's so painful and so hard and so easy to be pissed off because we had the right to be pissed off but in this book in these words that I want to share with you I want to try to peel back the layers and see how we can attack this with love because I really really fully believe that you can't fight fire with fire you fight it with love and those words can be triggering for some people and hard to receive but I'm just gonna get into it I just want to get into it and hopefully as you listen to it you can understand what I'm saying and it's it's so beautiful and it's this work is so hard it's so hard to to um to look at all this darkness and how can we love all the bad things that are happening in this world why should I love or try to look at it in any other way than just this darkness, right? So I'm gonna give a couple quotes throughout this book. It's 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 a pretty hefty one, it's about 300 pages. Uh, it's about like 260. And I quickly banged out some quotes that I have here to just give you a little general gist. And then there are some parts that I really wanna hone in on specifically. And I'll read some excerpts from this book. And yeah, let's get into it. So. Uh, for starters, there's this idea of duality, this really cool idea of duality. And this is one of the really cool things that he talks about with equilibrium, positive and negative, good and bad, evil, darkness and light, these, these duality, this polarity. And for me, something that I struggle with is this, I don't even like this word, toxic positivity, but um, this idea that I have to be happy, I have to be joyful, I have to be positive, all these quote-unquote positive traits that I've labeled, and that's quote-unquote good, and that's what I need to be every second of every day, so I shun the quote-unquote negative emotions, the negative sides, the darkness, the yang, the yang to my yin, and in this, there's, there's this, the way he frames it is just the embracing of both the duality, the positive and the negatives, the darkness and the light because it's just a dance and it's actually necessary and everything comes back to equilibrium so one of the things that he says is it takes both well this is actually pretty cool it takes both positive and negative particles in perfect synthesis to create light so a lot of these he talks about this this equilibrium as almost a natural law everything returns to equilibrium if you get too high someone's gonna bring you down to the middle if you get too low there's gonna be someone to bring you up it's like this esoteric thing that happens that's just kind of this crazy natural law and is going to explain a little bit more in certain situations as to where it takes place it's pretty cool so think about the perfection of two sides right so a coin has two sides heads and tails i like to think of self-worth in terms of how many coins you can accumulate in your life if you allow yourself to embrace only the positive head side then the second somebody tries to give you a coin and experience quote unquote that builds your self-worth you say I don't want half of that. When you want only the positive and keep pushing away the negative, you can't get the coin. Most of us spend our lives trying to run from pain and seek pleasure instead of embracing both in the pursuit of fulfilling our purpose. So cradle cradle the pain, cradle the negative and bring that with you because 
it all serves its purpose and that's what we're going to talk about today some other quotes that i really liked was the bigger the crisis the larger the blessing this book really helped me formulate this idea like i had this understanding that everything serves that everything is happening for you and not to you i kept hearing that but i didn't really understand this but this book really articulated articulated it in a way that allowed me to truly see that everything serves and that everything is happening for me and not to me and even if it's quote unquote not happening for me i can change my perspective to make it happen for me because out of every dark situation i can find a light you can tell me any negative thing that could possibly happen in this world and i can find a couple positives with that and there's actually this quantum collapse exercise that he does where you go through that you see all the things that you hate in this world and then you can actually, if you do enough work, you can find positives that come out of it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. So the bigger the crisis, the larger the blessing. And if you can start to, if we can start to shift to adopting this idea that the harder our lives are, it's actually the best blessing in our lives. And I want to talk about that a little bit later on. Another thing is the definition of love is both sides of experience, the positive and the negatives. Again, going back to that duality. Another one is it's impossible to take something without also giving because life maintains a balance yin and the yang whatever you think about and think about you bring about i like that i really do whatever you think about and think about you bring about so think about it's talking about our thoughts and this runs the show this creates our reality what we what we what we what goes on up here man and a lot of times it's so subconscious it's so unconscious but if we can start to become aware and start to be intentional with the thoughts that we allow in and through meditation allow thoughts to sort of flow out and just be present and and really start to focus more maybe on the positive sides of things instead of focusing on the negative sides we actually create a certain reality outside of us and we, it can be really beautiful so whatever you think about and think about gratitude he talks a lot about gratitude in here and gratitude is such a powerful frequency to be in it really is it really is so now I want to talk about, I want to read an excerpt from, from this book talking about the balance, the, uh, the return to equilibrium and everything returns to equilibrium. Now this, this can be triggering to hear for some people, especially with recent events that have happened in our world today, but just hear the words and let us soak in because it's pretty crazy. So here we go. Life and death are in perfect balance, conserved throughout time and space. Everyone knows about the 168 people killed in the Oklahoma City bombing. But most, most people do not realize what didn't happen. The suicide, homicide, disease, and accidental death rates in that city dropped. And the death rates came out the same as most every other, every other month. All that changed was the form of death. Those figures were reported in USA Today and the Dallas Star, but anyone who didn't understand universal laws would think it was just a coincidence. When an earthquake struck Oakland, California, and three dozen people died in the freeway collapse, there were too many casualties for one hospital. So they were distributed between several in the area. Nine months later, the births in, the, in those hospitals jumped by the same three dozen over the normal rate. That too went unnoticed. A young man named Martin Bryant shot 35 people in Australia, many of them children. As a direct result of that shooting, Australia's national gun laws were changed and hundreds of thousands of weapons were turned in, possibly saving many lives for years to come. 
the entire country stopped for a moment of prayer that no religion on earth could have accomplished, turning people's minds to thoughts of immortal spirit and physical immortality. Parents all around that world, that part of the world, when they heard about it, probably held their children close that night and thought, thank you for being alive. I'm grateful I still have you. The life and the love were conserved. Now he talks about there are no victims. And this is a quote by Meister Eckhart. You might ask, how can I know if something is God's will? My answer is, if it were not God's will, it wouldn't exist, even for an instant. So if something happens, it must be his will. If you truly enjoyed God's will, you would feel exactly as though you were in the kingdom of heaven, whatever happened to you or didn't happen to you." End quote. Many people ask, if there is a God, why does he let so many terrible things happen, like battered woman, illness, and war? What about all the innocent victims? Domestic violence is more than just a touchy subject today. It's a way of life for the millions of women who feel trapped and frightened by it. Many battered spouses have attended the breakthrough experience. Women who've been beaten up in one relationship after another, but first appearances are often deceiving. Repetitive violence is not the fault of the abuser. These so-called victims batter themselves inside, but put themselves down and think they're worthless. They commonly receive an overly gentle and elevating support from others that compensates and balances, and they sometimes become martyrs for the purpose of this support. They minimize themselves and don't acknowledge that they're magnificent or of value to the world, and they keep associating with and drawing in men who treat them that way. When I take them through the quantum collapse process and help them see why they're beating themselves up inside and how their unappreciative unappreciated qualities serve them and other people. They raise their self-worth when they go home without even saying anything, their families or relationship changes. They either, they either move on and no longer get caught in those cycles or the person they're with spontaneously stops beating them. Now this is not meant to excuse violent actions or say that they're good, but the moment you honor yourself and stop thinking you're worthless, so will your partner. There's a dynamic going on. It's not a violent villain and an innocent victim. It's a team playing out a balancing duality. When you understand what's actually happening, you see that it's perfectly ordered with two people teaching each other how to grow in self-worth and love. It's unwise to separate cause and effect because the minute you do, you make yourself a victim. As long as you blame someone else for what's happening to you, you will be a victim, disempowered, you will not find a solution. I just want to say that one again. As long as you blame someone else for what's happening to you, you will be a victim, disempowered, and you will not find a solution. You have to acknowledge your own cause and effect to enlighten and awaken your own reality. I haven't seen anyone liberate themselves, nor seen anyone open their hearts or become empowered by blaming and playing the victim. No liberation is complete until you realize that your perceptions are your own cause, and it's up to you to empower yourself. The second you understand that you're playing a role that attracted those forces, you have the power to transform that reality. You are the author of your own life. It's heavy, it's heavy. All right, the next thing that I wanted to talk about is that everything serves. That's shifting the mindset that everything serves. Bruce Lee became the world's greatest martial artist because as a young man, he was badly beaten in the streets of Hong Kong and swore he wouldn't let it happen again. Director Martin Scorsese had asthma as a child and was kept in an attic room where he watched the world go by through a tiny window, like a camera lens, 
and imagine stories about the people below. Nelson Mandela used his 28 years in prison to develop his wisdom and understandings, becoming a symbol for freedom and racial harmony and emerging as the leader of his entire nation. I've worked with hundreds of people who lost and loved, who lost a loved one and found that that was the exact moment when their emotional walls were broken down. That was when they opened their hearts to those around them, when their spirituality and awareness of an afterlife or eternal spirit was birthed, when they found a real purpose in being alive. Even life and death are in perfect balance, and in times of adversity, we go within to find a deeper sense of life. Everything has two sides, and you can never have one without the other. It's not one side now and the other maybe sometime in the future. They're simultaneous. Don't wait to get old to finally understand this. Awaken to the wisdom of the ages without the aging process. Honor the truth of equilibrium. Benefit and drawback. The positive and the negative are always perfectly balanced. The further down and out you've been, the further up and in you can go. The early lives of the great masters were characterized by challenge and hardship. That's where they unveiled their power to achieve what they did. Here's another quote. If you ever wake up without a problem, you better get down on your knees and pray for one because otherwise you just died. That's interesting. Don't complain about your lot. Instead, ask yourself, how does my illness serve? What is the hidden benefit to my fear or confusion or lack of money? And don't stop until you're thankful for it. Does it make you slow down, seek healing, remind you of your mortality and stop taking life for granted? Return to basics and take responsibility for your life? Does it help you dig inside and find courage, be grateful for small things, humble you, attract help and support, motivate you to get creative and get real? I promise you that the blessing is there, but you must be willing to look for it. Anything you perceive as life-threatening or destroying is also life-giving and creating. If you only have the wisdom to look for it, find that balance in your world and enter into a freedom that few people ever experience, the liberty of an inspiring and trusting life. <sighs> Took a sip of my Kangen water with some cucumbers infusion. <sighs> Whew, so how did that feel, right? Just reading that gets me because I remember when I was in high school, my buddy, he asked me, he was like, why do bad things happen to good people? right and I didn't know how to answer that question and I feel like that question is always thrown out there like Dr. John talks about people always asking if there's a God why are all these bad things happening in this world and as I reflect on my personal life but also on those around me I think the most successful people have had those incredible hardships in their lives for me the greatest moments in my life have honestly the things I'm most grateful for have been the hardest moments because it propelled me forward. It propelled me on a new track, a new way. And um, and it all adds up. And it's crazy, man. And I seriously, seriously believe that those are the greatest blessings in our lives. And I think it's honestly dangerous to, to live in a world of contentment, to live in a world where everything's okay. You're getting by okay. Nothing bad is happening to you. Quote, unquote, bad is happening to you. You're not going through any challenge or tribulation. Again, Denzel says there's... This, this idea of, of the, um, the gift of long-suffering. The gift of long-suffering. And I know it's so hard when you're down there and it's, and it's, 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 it's almost hard to be like, for me to be like, you're down there, but this is a gift for you. Like when you're in it, it's hard to look at it as a gift. It's so hard to look at it as a gift. But I'm, I swear it's like the most incredible people have hit that rock bottom 
And it's because of that rock bottom that they are where they are. That was it. And I, I mean, any situation that's just the worst thing, whether it's an assault or bankruptcy or whatever it is, that can be your gift. Like if you've been assaulted, that is so horrible. Um, and, and it hurts my heart that that happened to you. But now you have an experience and now you can, because you have that experience, you can share that with people who have also experienced what you've been through. Now you can be a leader for that group. Had that never happened to you, you wouldn't really have access to that power because you can't really connect with those people because you've never been through it. So there's always a way to turn it around. And it's such a hard topic because it's so hard to tell people who are in it, who are in the thick, that this is your greatest gift. This is your greatest gift. So it's just a mindset shift and, and it's hard when you've never seen the upside of it, right? But there are so many stories out there like the Bruce Lees, like the Martin Scorsese's, all, so many people, the rejection, the pain, the struggle, the, the loss that have happened in their lives, all of those things have propelled them to who they are. And you know, for people who are really into nonprofit organizations, really passionate about it, making a huge difference, a lot of times you're passionate about that because you were impacted by that when you were younger and it's personal to you. So it's it's looking at this this life and it's really reframing the way that we look at the darkness in a way, you know? And so for me, now that I had that shift in perspective, when something negative happens, quote unquote negative happens to me, something really challenging, something hard, that almost it's, it's horrifying, but it's it's exciting because honestly, I'm also like, this is a part of my life story now. Like I can tell people, I know I'm gonna get past this. I know I'm gonna get to the other side. I know this is gonna drive me forward. But now I get to tell this story that this happened to me and I can inspire people down the road later on because I've been through something really challenging, really hard and I overcame that. And it gives me this extra fight to overcome that so I can share and inspire people later on, you know? So, Man, this one, this book is just incredible. And then he goes through, in the book, he has an actual exercise called The Quantum Collapse. And this is, it's been a while since I've read this book. It's been like a year, but I th I'm pretty sure in this Quantum Collapse, he, he gives like a presentation in front of a bunch of people and he has people volunteer. And <clears throat> someone has an incredible amount of resentment for their father. And he was the worst person in the world to them, like treated them like shit, wasn't there for them. You name it, like bing, bang, bong, boom. They can come up with a hundred different things as to why they hate their father. And then John sits them down. He lets them rant and go on about all the negative things that that make the, his father, their father who they are and why they're so, so bad. But then once they're done, he's like, all right, now tell me all the positives that came from that. And there's a lot of resistance at first, but as he sticks with them, he can always find almost just as many positives as negatives. Like your dad was absent, didn't show you love, but since you crave that, it has you overcompensate to become super hardworking or super like just great at talking or like this gave you this thick skin. There's, there's always this positive that comes with the negative. That wasn't a very great example, but I'm sure for anything. So like if you look at someone in your life and there's a lot of resentment that you actually feel victimized for because you're blaming them for you ending up this way or you feeling this way, write a list down and write all the things that you're just like, fuck this person for these reasons. And then make a list as to all the positive things that they gave you, all the beautiful things, because it usually will always balance out. 
And take another sip of water. Ah, so yes. Yep, 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 yep. Everything serves, man. This book, seriously, guys, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I've never highlighted a book more, honestly. There's way more hidden gems in here than what I did. This is, I did a pretty, 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 uh, made it really short, but there's a lot of stuff in here. Like, I could probably, I've stuff highlighted under every single page, and I could probably just go through it and just bang out some fire quotes. So check it out. It's called The Breakthrough Experience by Dr. John D. Martini. If you feel yourself blaming certain situations, people in your life, feeling victimized. Again, I don't even like using that word, but that's kind of the appropriate word when you feel like a victim, like life is happening to you and not for you, and you're blaming a bunch of things around you. It's just, it's incredibly dis disempowering, and it's really hard, hard living in that. And I've felt into that. I really have, and it's, it's really challenging. It's really hard, and it doesn't feel good when you're in it. It really doesn't and there are no judgments there it takes it's a process it's a shifting of old habits that takes time 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 practice 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 and repetition and at the end of the day it really comes back to love love is the truth love is the answer love is god love is everything man love is love is where it's at the definition of love is both sides of of the experience so we gotta love the love and love the darkness too because it's such a gift it's such a gift all right, I'm going to pop a bonus episode out tomorrow where I'm talking about forgiveness because Dr. John, he has this one section in this book talking about forgiveness and it like it was it completely shifted the way I look at it's it's crazy. It's crazy cool. And I'm really curious as to what you guys think about his perspective on it. So, I want to share that tomorrow. So, let me go know what you guys think about that. Thank you guys for tuning in so 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 much. I hope I hope you're able to receive this information again. Check out the book because it's so much more well, so much more well articulated in it, and, and the stories are incredible. And Dr. John is doing some incredible things, and it's so exciting. It's so exciting. These books get me really excited. So I love you. I love you. I love you. As always, if you're vibing with this, please share, comment, subscribe. I want to build this community and and just spread the love. Spread the love, man. That's why we're here. One step at a time. Small act of kindness. Go out there. <sighs> Makes the world go around and it fills your cup up. I promise you. Giving. When you give, you are receiving as well. Hug a loved one. Give them the tightest, most beautiful bear hug you've ever given anyone in your life. High five yourself. And strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.